Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. So glad you're here to join me today to talk about a really, really, really cool subject that I love about animal spirit guides, really understanding your power animals and your animal spirit helpers. It is a gorgeous day here in Georgia. Sunny, sunny, sunny. Uh, my favorite kind of weather, so I always get more energized uh, when it's sunny and warm and and all of that. Get to see all the beautiful landscape, the trees, and hear the birds singing, and it's just wonderful. And speaking of birds singing, we're going to talk about, uh, as I get into this, some of the different meanings of the animals that show up. But I, I've always, for me, I have always felt a close connection to nature, I've always felt at peace in nature, uh, especially by the water on the beach, my favorite, favorite place to be in all honesty. Um, and I felt a very strong connection to animals. Um, granted there's certain ones that I just do not like, like snakes and tarantulas and stuff like that. Can't do that, but really I do ultimately have compassion for all animals. Um, really having a very keen level of sensitivity for them and to them. I'm one of those people that is so sensitive, you know, when they have those commercials on that talk about the abuse and all of that. I, I, I cannot watch it because it, it physically hurts me um, to see animals uh, in pain. But that's not the focus of today. Those are just some extra comments I wanted to offer. But as I've grown spiritually, I've become acutely aware of how everything inside me and around me speaks to me about me and my life, everything. And the more you are aware of that concept, the easier it's going to be for you to open yourself up and receive from all different sources, um, all different sources around you from the kind of funky things that, that happened. For example, I was, uh, out with a friend the other night and, uh, and they were talking about something get kind of heated. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, they hit their elbow on the table and that person said, you know, I think I need to stop talking because I was about to say something I really shouldn't have. So it's interesting, all those signs, but, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you today about my connection to animal spirit guides and some of the resources you can use to connect more strongly to yours because it's really cool and it's really true and it really works to connect with our animal guides. So I'm going to say that I'm somebody who relies on the expertise of others. So when I want to learn about something, I try to find a resource. Um, and today I'm going to refer to a book and a deck of cards that I have used for years to help me learn and understand the messages from the animal kingdom. And um, if you want to get a piece of paper or something to write with, you know, pause the recording and go do that. Uh, but if not, and you're prepared, uh, then I'm going to give you the name of the book and the deck of cards that I was referring to before. And what I wanted to say is, if you feel like when I give you the name of this book uh, and the name of the deck, you're like, yeah, that doesn't fit well with me, 
just trust your gut when you do your research online. Uh, go for what feels right for you, whatever resource, just because I or somebody else recommends something doesn't mean it's going to suit you. So don't worry about it. Find your, find your own uh, resources. The book that I'm going to be referring to is called Animal Spirit Guides by Stephen D. Farmer. F as in Frank, A-R-M-E-R, Ph.D. Um, it's a handbook for identifying and understanding your power animals and animal spirit helpers. Great book. Great, great, great book. Because I have typically a few um, uh, animals that come around me. And so I ne really never knew what they meant. And Dr. Farmer was able to help me do that. And he has uh, a website that uh, I will give to you in a little bit. Um, so today we talk about the books uh, by Dr. Farmer. And what's cool is that Dr. Farmer is a shamanic practitioner who's also a therapist. He's an ordained minister and he's written a great deal of information about power animals and even has an oracle animal deck that you might be interested in as well. Um, and his website is uh, www.poweranimals.com. So check him out. Cool guy. Got a lot of cool resources. Uh, and really, this is my animal Bible, so to speak, and I love it. The second resource that I wanted to mention to you is a deck of medicine cards that I've used for years and years and years. And I got this deck uh, probably 10 years ago. Uh, comes with a great informative book. You can do all sorts of spreads and readings. Um, it was actually one of my first deck of cards that I got when I was beginning my uh, deeper spiritual journey. Um, even though my journey started probably about uh, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, recently within the last 10 years, just have shifted upwards. And the like I said, the name of the deck is called, oops, I uh, didn't tell you the name. It's called Medicine Cards by Jamie Sams, S-A-M as in Mary, S. Sams, and David Carson, C-A-R-S-O-N. Uh, Sams and Carson. The deck, like I said, it comes with a great book. Um, you can do a spread for the day, a spread for any situation, spread for the year. So please go and check that out. Again, all sorts of recess resources you can go find. Uh, just follow what your guidance tells you. So now let's get into this really cool subject of animal spirit guides. Y'all have heard me talk about spirit guides and angels and archangels on previous podcast episodes. And in future podcast episodes, I'm going to talk about fairies and mermaids and some of those other sources of guidance that people might not feel like are like the typical, but that really are there. Uh, but for, day, for today's sake, we're just going to talk about our animal guides. Oh, and by the way, stick around to the end because I'm going to guide you through a meditation uh, that Dr. Farmer has in his book. So you can connect with your animal spirit guide. And of course, as always, don't do meditations while you're driving. <laughs> don't do meditations while you're walking unless they're specifically guided for walking. Okay, so the spirit world is another dimension that exists alongside our material reality, and it's populated with non-physical beings or spirits. This dimension is accessible at any time, so you can call in any spirit guides you choose to help you on your journey. And all you need to do is be open and aware of what you pick up. You can connect with any number of different kinds of spirit guides, from deceased loved ones to archangels to ascended masters, fairies, gnomes, and religious figures. The options are really endless. And all of these are extensions of source, of God, of spirit. 
and whatever name you choose to call that, all that is resource. Um, but let me first give you some background information, and then we're going to take a dive into the animal kingdom and what it has to offer us. The term spirit guide, you know, some may refer to this as a guardian spirit, but really it's a, it's a spiritual being that guides and supports us with protection, healing, encouragement, and inspiration. And some of them have been with us since birth. If you go back to one of my other podcasts, I talk about this, all these different kinds of spirit guides, spirit guides that I didn't even mention for business, for romance, uh, for health, for your lifetime, like tons and tons and tons of guides. Um, so they support us, they protect us, they help us heal, they give us encouragement. Um, and some that also appear at various points in our lives, depending on what we needed at the time. Maybe you've seen some of them or felt some of them. Maybe you're feeling frustrated because you haven't felt a clear connection with them. You know, maybe you wanted to see them or feel them and you're like, God, I just don't. I, I don't know how these people talk about the fact that they have. Just know this, even if you don't feel or see them, I just want you to know that they're there and they're doing their jobs. The challenge for you is to follow their guidance and also invoke them, okay? Means just ask them to help you. So as I mentioned before, spiritual guidance can often be subtle and most times it is. There are times where you feel something so strongly or see something repeatedly that you can't deny that you're receiving a clear message. You just truly can't, it's that blunt. Uh, but the more you're open to receiving information from all channels and sources, truly the more likely you are to identify that information and use it for your benefit. So the challenge is when you ask for information, but you don't like the information you get. How many of you have gotten that? I know I have. Uh, but you know, it's at that point, it's like spirit and our guides and our angels always give us what we need. They don't always give us what we want. And that's the thing. If you understand this about life, the shit that makes you unhappy, the hard times, all of that. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want to be in pain. We don't want to hurt. We don't want to feel disappointment. But it's for our growth. And I've always said pain is our teacher. So that's when you trust and you have to have trust and you have to have faith in your spirit guide team. Um, that's testing you basically. Could be a test. Could be to see where you're really at. Could be a push to get you to where you need to be. So do you follow it? Do you typically ignore it? What do you do? Our guides want to help us have a more peaceful, harmonious, and happier life, but can't interfere uh, without, uh, you know, without our free will. Meaning, um, let's say for example, Spirit guides and angels can definitely interfere when you're in a safety situation, a harmful situation. Uh, but on a regular basis, unless you ask for their help, they're like waiting. They're like, well, we want to go in and help her. We want to give her this idea or whatever, but she's just like closed off or not asking. So you want us to have a more peaceful, harmonious, happier life. Like I said, they can't interfere, interfere with our free will. And if you recall my previous podcast on Archangels, all we need to do is extend an invitation to them to help us and they'd be open to receive the information they give us. You don't have to know the name of the archangel or the spirit guide. All you have to do is say, okay, y'all, I need help. Spirit, whoever you are, help me with this situation. And animals are spirit guides for sure. 
And I can tell you that when I don't have animals around me, I feel very differently than when I do. Their life energy feeds me. And I pick up on a lot of stuff as it relates to animals or the energies. How many of you feel like, you know, you get it, you have an animal and it feels like they're like a person, like you've known them for a long time or they're drawn to you or when they're around you, you just feel better or you can't wait to go home and see your fluffy puppy or, uh, you know, pet your very, very soft, sweet cat that snuggles up. I'm sure if you're an animal lover or you've had animals in the past, you know how sweet that connection is. So animals uh, teach us in life and when they become our guides. People ask me all the time in readings, you know, can you pick up animals who've passed? I'm like, absolutely I can. And I've done that. And they deliver messages. And they're always with you. Your pets, just like the people who've passed that you love, they're always with you. You may not be able to feel them, uh, but they're with you. So too are animals. They teach us, they guide us, they help us heal and they empower us, right? How many of you have had animals who've not only gotten you through hard times, but also have felt, like I said, like living humans, like humans in animal bodies. Like I said, I hear that all the time. My deceased cat of 19 years, who I call Sweetie, even though he was a boy, he didn't really have a complex about his name. But uh, anyway, uh, he was exactly that for me. He felt to me like a real person. We would communicate. And I always felt comforted by him and an unusual closeness that I have not felt since with really another pet um, to that extent. So when we think of animal guides, and when I talk about animal guides today, I'm really referring to both living and deceased guides, okay? Some of these animals are referred to as totem animals or power animals. I'm sure if you're into anything spiritual and connected to animals, you've heard those two terms, a totem animal or a power animal. And terms really, these kind of terms have been used kind of interchangeably, but they actually have a little bit of a subtle difference in meaning, and I'm going to share that. Totem, totem animals, T-O-T-M, uh, the totem animals are, are often referred to um, as one that's kind of like shared by family or a clan or a group. And this term is often in reference to indigenous cultures, right? So we often hear about the Indian culture. And if you know of any Indian tribes or you have that Indian uh, ancestral history, then you know very well that... Uh, they very much connect to totem animals, totem poles, all of that. Um, so it's really referred to an indigenous culture. But in modern society, it's really a represent, representational object of a particular animal. It can be a teddy bear, toy figures, or photos or images of specific animals. I know all around my house, I have St. Bernard's. And I don't know how I'm connected to St. Bernard's. It has to have been in a past life. But I am in love with those big dogs and those really fluffy puppies. So I love, love, love St. Bernard's. Um, And power animals have their origins in shamanism. Power animals are special animal spirit guides that shamanic practitioners acquire early on in their initiation into their shamanic practice. So, but but I will tell you this, you're probably going, well, I'm not a shaman, so don't I have a power animal? Yeah. You don't have to be a shaman to have a relationship to a particular power animal. So please don't worry. If you feel pulled towards turtles or snakes or lions or sharks, sharks are also 
one of my favorite animals, even though they kind of scare the shit out of me. They fascinate me like nothing else. So when Shark Week comes on, um, I can't remember what what uh, what channel on TV it comes on. Oh, in August. Love it, love it, love it. And I love great whites. Those are my favorite. Um, and uh, maybe one day I'll get in the water and uh, see if I can see them. Of course, it'd be within a cage, you know. Anyway, sharks, I love sharks. Or anything else, just trust that. And just know that the personality and characteristics of that animal, that particular power animal that you think about or attract, is typically reflective of your own personality and characteristics. And that's why getting this book is going to be so cool for you. Because if you're somebody that sees dragonflies or butterflies or doves or cats like regular things it could very well be uh, a couple of things one it could be a deceased relative that that is connected to that animal that wants to make sure you know they're around or it could be that really uh, the animal is coming around to remind you of something to do to be to have whatever it is they have their messages so when an animal actually shows up or you see it in different ways Usually it's kind of like if you see it in at least three ways or three times, you have to know that that animal has a special message for you. There have been so many times that I either have been in my office or home and I will see a cardinal to show up. And, um, and from what I understand about cardinals, it really has to do with a couple of things. And I could be wrong, y'all, so don't quote me. Like I said, I'm not an expert, but I've kind of looked at these things uh, a little bit over time. Uh, in some instances, cardinal has to do with uh, reminding me of uh, a deceased relative, has to do with um, kind of confidence. And I know there's something else, but I don't re really remember, but I know I see them a lot. Or a blue jay, I see a lot too. So uh, I see dragonflies and butterflies and bees and the like. Uh, and when they hover around you, like hang onto your windshield for life, like we've all seen bugs do, or you know animals do, whatever, um, then you have to pay attention to their presence and find out why they've come to visit you. I was driving one day and all of a sudden I noticed this ladybug. I'd seen a ladybug in a while. And the ladybug stayed there until I saw, saw it, stayed attached to my window as I drove. I looked away and boom, the ladybug was gone. And I'll talk to you about what the ladybug means in a little bit. I'm gonna go over a few animals just so you know, some pretty common animals. So it's not just like, the other thing I want you to know, okay, is that when animals show up in an uncommon way or repetitively, that animal just, it, it isn't just a single animal, but rather it's a representation. It's representative of the spirit of the entire species. So it carries a message. It carries the essence of that kind of animal as a whole. So just know that. So it's not about a single butterfly or a single dragonfly or a single hummingbird. It's about the essence of the species. And so your totem animal or spirit animal is referred to without the A or the an attached to it. It's, you would say my totem animal is hawk, lion, ram. Okay. So if you're somebody who sees the same animal at least three ways, then you have to know that spirit and the spirit of that animal has a message for you. Just like any important message, it can come in many forms. You may see an image of an animal in a magazine, then you'll see it on TV, and then someone might mention that animal to you. That's how you know, right? 
And so how do you get messages from your spirit guides? In short, we see, hear, feel, and know the messages that we get. It's just a matter of how you best receive your information. Uh, and we're talking about clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, claircognizance, uh, clairvoyance seeing, clairaudience hearing, clairsentience feeling, claircognizance knowing, okay? So when you want to interpret the messages from your animal spirit guides, you can do a couple of things, okay? One is look at the resources in the book and online, you know, whatever search you do, um, look for some resources and see if you can't interpret the metaphysical or spiritual meaning. The second is you can sit quietly in meditation and ask to receive an image, a knowingness, a feeling, a, a sound of your animal spirit guide. And of course, if you find a trusted psychic uh, or medium, you can ask that they share their sense with you of who your uh, animal guide is, okay? Mediums don't do that, but they can help you understand uh, even perhaps communicate with a beloved um, animal that that is lost that uh, you don't have anymore in your life. I can't tell you how many times during a reading I've picked up the energies of living and deceased pets around my clients. Um, I get the animal's personality and how they assisted their owner, messages, the messages they want to give their owners, um, even memories that they share, I get those. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, so if you ever want a, a message from your beloved animal, uh, give me a call. And I'm going to give you all that information, contact information at the end. But what I want to do now is run through a few of the most common animal spirit guides that I hear people talk about so you can get an idea of what meaning they might have for you. And again, always get some other additional resources. So for example, if you see an ant a lot, or you see the word, or you see it a couple of times, or a huge hill of ants, right? It's time to get to work, to seek support from your community, from other people and friends, rather than isolating yourself. If you see a bee, it's time to get organized and get to work. Have diligence and dedication. If you see a butterfly, lighten up. Don't be so serious. Uh, and it's time to make changes that you've thought about. If you see a cardinal, that's the red bird. Stop and observe your surroundings. Someone needs your compassion. Dog, keep faith Keep your faith strong, and no matter what, understand that dogs are about loyalty to others and determination. A dragonfly, look out for falsehoods or deceit. Uh, and it's time when uh, it's time for the magic to be reawakened so that you will be transformed. Ladybug, uh, it says, it's kind of like, if only if you make a wish, it will be granted. And especially if the um, you make the wish before the um, ladybug flies away. Uh, also, for the ladybug, something lost will make its way back to you. A wasp. I see wasps all the time. Uh, jump into a task with enthusiasm. Focus on fulfilling your responsibilities. So those are just a few of some of the common ones we see. Of course, it depends on where you live. It depends on what environment you are typically if you're around water a lot, then we would be talking a lot about water animals, seagulls, um, flamingos, sharks, minnows, all of that. So you get, you get the idea. Now, what I want to do is guide you through a meditation. Um, I ask that if you're driving and listening to this, that you wait to do this meditation until you're stationary and somewhere where you are not operating heavy machinery. Like I said, please never follow a guided meditation when you're driving a car, operating other machinery, 
or even walking if it's not uh, a walking meditation. So let me get that ready for you and hold on. If you want, you can put on some really relaxing music um, and uh, turn down the lights and find a comfortable seated position. And you can pause this recording right now to go ahead and do that. Um, and as you're laying down or sitting up, whatever comfortable position you're in, take a couple of slow, deep breaths. When you're ready, close your eyes. Take another deep breath, and when you let it out, just relax. Know that you're safe at all times. If you travel with a spirit animal or any other spiritual beings, call on them now to help you know you're safe, loved, protected at all times. Take another breath. Nice deep breath and exhale. Let your awareness track your breathing for the next few minutes, few moments. Just be aware of how you breathe in and out, filling up your belly completely and slowly exhaling. And now notice how relaxed and comfortable you feel now. Letting go of all tension taking all the time in the world, allowing yourself to completely let go. Breathing nice and deep and even. Now let your consciousness gently and gradually float down into the earth and into the lower world dropping comfortably down into the earth, knowing all the while that you're completely safe and protected at all times. And as you drop into the earth, notice the sensations in your body. Notice your breathing. Notice how relaxed you feel. Now as you descend, soon you'll come to a grassy area Observe how you float down until you land gently on your feet in this meadow, feeling comfortable and safe. As you arrive, look around you and see what you see. Not too far away, a forest. And in the distance, the mountains. On the other side of the forest is the sea. Notice the colors. Notice any sounds you hear. Be aware of any smells. Feel the pleasant warmth of the sun on your skin. Perhaps you can feel a slight breeze. Now you have a choice of staying in this beautiful meadow or wandering about. Go ahead and make your choice. And if it means walking to another area, go ahead and do that. Take your time. If you stay in the meadow, go ahead and be seated in a comfortable place. If you wander to the mountains, the forest, by the river, in the forest, or the beach, 
once you arrive there, just have a seat in a comfortable place. Take a deep breath and relax into the setting you're in, using all of your senses. Now, think of a question, any question you want an answer about. And as you do, you soon notice an animal coming to you. You realize it's an animal spirit guide, and it's exactly the right one for the question that you have in mind. It may or may not be your totem animal or power animal. It may or may not be one that you saw in a dream or a vision. But you feel confident that this is the right one for your purpose. You're completely safe, protected at all times. This animal spirit guide comes up to you, very friendly and willing to help you out. And you communicate your question telepathically to the spirit animal. After you've done so, observe everything that immediately follows. The information may come as a visual image, something you hear, a feeling your body, a feeling in your body or a thought in your head. It may be cryptic or very direct and clear. No matter how it comes, just notice without trying to interpret. Something isn't clear, just ask the spirit animal for further clarification. Notice everything, don't dismiss anything you get. Take a few moments to pay attention to what's coming to you and simply allow yourself to absorb the information. Once that feels complete, turn to your animal spirit guides and thank them in some way. Notice now this animal spirit guide gives you a small gift. It's a symbol of this journey, a small token of this spirit guide's love and care for you. When it's offered and you receive it, just first hold it to your heart. Close your eyes and take a couple of slow, easy breaths and just breathe it in. Notice how it feels. You are your eyes. And once again, thank this spirit animal. Say your farewells to each other. Your animal spirit guide departs, and once again, you close your eyes. Now, you feel yourself lifting up from the lower world, back into the middle world, and back to where you started. Notice your breathing. You may want to wiggle your fingers and toes as you bring awareness back into your body. Take your time. Let your breath and your breathing be relaxed and comfortable. And whenever you're ready, open your eyes and look around to your surroundings. This helps to orient you back into the present and third dimensional reality. And once you're completely back, you may want to jot down, jot down some notes from this journey. And I would really strongly suggest that you do that. Uh, every time you meditate about it or uh, whenever you see an animal, especially after this meditation, 
go ahead and write some notes and see what comes up. I hope that um, you've enjoyed this unique episode of the uh, Intuitive Therapist. Um, I always try to talk about things that are really cool and that matter and that can help. So I hope you all have enjoyed it. If you feel like you'd like a reading around uh, your totem animal or anything related to your life, love, health, happiness, uh, professional issues, financial issues, decisions, uh, give me a call, 404-558-3971 or email me, Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. And look, if you if you're enjoyed enjoying these podcasts, you really enjoyed today's podcast. If that's the case, please hop over to iTunes, uh, go to the store, pull up the Intuitive Therapist podcast, and write uh, a review for me. Um, I love it. I, the more reviews I get, the better. And also, please rate it uh, because <clears throat> the higher rating that I can have, the more people that I can uh, share uh, my wisdom with. And Uh, Also, by the way, I just wanted to tell you, um, starting in the months of June and July, and also intermittently throughout the rest of this podcast, for the life of this podcast, intermittently, I'm going to be having some guests on just to talk about all sorts of different things from astrology to uh, Akashic records to relationships, divorce, um, love, dating, all sorts of things. So, um, My hope is that you'll enjoy those interviews and get to know these people and uh, learn something new uh, beyond just my voice. So hop over to iTunes, rate and review podcast. I would love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Reach out to me if you want some help with a challenge, uh, either through a reading or through through therapy, through working uh, remotely with me. Uh, And as always, have a wonderful day, a blessed week and live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 